Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This week, we are revisiting a topic that we've revisited a couple of times this year. Still very relevant, still around, and of course, that topic is COVID. Specifically, we wanted to, well, one, talk a little bit about uh, sort of how things are going with COVID around our mental health, how we're adjusting to, uh, you know, things now that most things are open, uh, vaccines are available, but also uh, the first COVID vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine just got full FDA approval. Uh, So we thought it was a good time to just revisit the subject, talk a little bit about sort of all the studies that were done, the Delta variant, just everything COVID related um, since the last time we, we touched upon the issue. Matt, you want to kick us off? Yeah, let's jump right in. I mean, uh, I was just thinking of a, any kind of joke like, you know, FDA approval. Approve these nuts! Um, I don't know. That's just all over the internet at the moment. Uh, Reddit also. Is it? Because I haven't seen it at all, Matt. You want to see these nuts? <laughs> um, apparently, Reddit has taken a stand against misinformation regarding COVID and they've like... Yeah, did you see that? down subreddits or something. Yeah, I did see that. Um, at first, I wasn't sure what the hell was going on because if you go on like RL and like you scroll down, it was subreddits that like were, were like tiny. And I was like, why is this on the front page? And I was like, oh, right. They're doing that thing where they're blocking everybody. Um, but I mean, it makes sense, right? Like in the in the land of you being able to say anything that you want on the Internet um, and hide your identity, hide your uh, intentions hide your wife hide your kids yeah hide everything uh and i mean and, and also in a place where everything is so heavily filtered now like on instagram and shit uh you know it does like it's like there's misinformation out there there's fake shit out there all this stuff and um you know a big step towards fighting that like misinformation and a lot of the hesitancy hesitancy excuse me that we saw with getting the vaccines um, and some people was around the fact that it was not fully FDA approved. It was only an EUA, which is an emergency youth authorization. Youth? However, now... You, <laughs> Sorry, do you youth. Have, do you have a lisp, Matt? Hey, you know what? This isn't the place to talk about it, right? When I was uh, when I was a kid, I actually had to go to speech therapy for stuttering. I couldn't pronounce my effeth. Which oh, also, really? hey, but I, I think I've said this before, but like, whoever came up with the word lisp is an asshole. I mean... Why? Because like lift. somebody who somebody who has is like I have a lift, and they're like you have a what? <laughs> like I have a lift, and it's like oh that thing. Okay, you got that fucking thing where you can't say the goddamn word that helps you explain it. So like while you're trying to tell somebody that you need help and you have a fucking problem, you're showing them the problem, which is good for other people technically, but sucks when you're a kid, man. That that was probably the reason they they use that word, Matt, so that you would know that you have a lisp. Imagine going to a doctor and saying, "Hey, uh, yes, doc, I have a lisp." And they're like, I'm sorry, you have a what? You're like, I have a lisp. And they're like, no, you don't. You're like, right. no, no, I you're definitely like, do. You're like, I have a lisp. And they're like, no, sir, that S was crisp. And then it just goes on and on and on. And it's a goddamn Dr. Seuss novel until somebody goes, huh? Um, and now yeah. the doctor is pissed. Yes. Because um, he grew a cyst. Okay. All right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of something else to say that has to do that rhymes with that, but missed. Uh, well, you'd run look with look up crisp or lisp or yeah. anything with the anyway. Anyway, let's SP. let's let's get back to the subject at hand. Yes, <laughs> I was trying to think of a word that would rhyme with a vaccine lisps. Um, anyways, yes, but no, you're to you're it. you're you're totally right. I mean, uh, the whole Reddit thing. I, I think it's a good thing, right? There's, with the use of social media today and sort of how it's in every part of our lives, right? It's a place where so many people get information and having all of this misinformation, wrong information out there and spreading, it, it, one, causes confusion and it causes panic 
to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, the Facebook and like uh, Twitter and like all of these other social media companies have had uh, problems with misinformation. And, you know, supposedly some of them have taken steps to to stop it. But unfortunately, a lot of those steps aren't working. So it's it, it is really nice to see, you know, users and the, the, the actual community that uses one of these social media apps coming together to uh to fight against that right to to make sure that these companies are taking some ownership for the what's occurring on their platforms in this case the misinformation uh that uh misinformation of covid yeah i mean everybody should be able to say their piece but it's kind of like everybody should have a voice but not everybody should have a say is like I've heard that before where it's like when it comes to certain things, it's it's kind of like, I don't know, like if you went to your mechanic and you're like, hey, I'm hearing this like rumbling noise and I think it's the alternator and the mechanic goes, no, it's not the alternator. If it was the alternator, you wouldn't have been able to get here because your battery wouldn't power on. Right. Maybe it's this. And like if you just want to keep fighting for it, like yeah, like you should have a voice but like ultimately like the person who has the say in the matter is the person who's going to fix the problem like the expert and like they should have like a more like weighted voice so like you know it's like it's a tough line because you want everything to be free and open on the internet but you don't want misinformation when it is hurting people right i think like that's where people start to draw the line is like your misinformation is killing people like i remember years ago there was a stupid thing that people posted online where it was like if you um it was around like Breaking Bad, so it was everybody was all like, "Oh, let's make you know fake meth in my oven or whatever." And somebody's like, "Oh, bro, the way you make these like blue crystals is you mix it was like bleach and baking soda and something, 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 right?" And they they did like this whole like mock up online, and it was like, "Do whatever." Well, apparently it made like some type of toxic gas. Yep. And and people were hospitalized for it because they saw this. You know, kids saw this shit online. Or, you know, it's the whole thing where, like, people joke, like, oh, the way you dry your phone if it gets wet is you put it in the microwave because the microwave will dry it and it won't harm your phone. And then all of a sudden your, you know, $3,000 iPhone or whatever, um, what the goddamn price is today, is, like, blown up. And, you know, like, at a certain point, we need to fight against some of those things because it's not, it's not, I mean, in some small circles it's funny, sure, but it's really not, like, productive. And um, it starts to fuck people up right it's the kind of the same thing with this where it's like i don't know maybe maybe my point of view is more skewed just because i have like a ton of friends that are healthcare professionals and they're like the amount of people i've had to tell like yeah sorry you're going on a ventilator and like the chances of you coming back from it are next to none and when they ask him things like oh you know did you get the vaccine they're like no uh, never and they're like okay like and then you know trying to tell somebody like hey let's FaceTime your family and put on a happy face because this really is like whether you know it or not the last time you're going to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely tough. And I mean, you're, you're right about what you said, right? Like everyone does need to have a voice. And obviously we live in a country that allows everyone to have freedom of speech. And I, I don't think it's about taking away people's voice. I think it's more about making sure that separating fact from opinion right so if someone comes out and it's their opinion that this vaccine causes let's say infertility which is something that was very big in the beginning right now if they've done tests if they have proof of this if it's been published if it's been um you know if they have double blind studies and if it's been uh tested by other scientists and all this and becomes fact yes then that's one thing publish it say that you know vaccine causes infertility but if if you haven't done any of that if there is no actual proof and this is just your opinion then there should be a way to say or not a way but people should say hey it is my opinion that x y and z right and and by sort of prefacing everything that you say that's your opinion and not an actual fact with those words i think more people would understand that this isn't real that it's 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 not what's not real what (laughs) 
Well, yeah, kind of. They, they would still say that. But no, that, it, you know, COVID causing infertility isn't real. Same thing with, let's say, going back to what you said about putting your phone in the microwave, right? If someone prefaced that with saying, hey, I think that putting my phone in the microwave is going to dry it. And then they show you them putting the phone on a microwave, live video, and it blows up. Then obviously you see that it's blowing up and it doesn't happen. Now, if they say, and that that's their opinion, right? It was their opinion. They tested it. It didn't work out. Now you know what's going to happen if you put your phone in the microwave. But if they're saying something, they're not actually doing it, or it's like a fake video or whatever it is, and they're just like faking it, right? And making you believe that it's true. I, I feel I don't think that's freedom of speech at that point. Like I don't think that has anything to do with freedom. That has to do with lying. That has to do with cheating people, right? Um, and fooling them. But it has nothing to do with freedom of speech. I'd be totally fine with all these people that are naysayers and anti-vaxxers and stuff. I'd be totally fine with them going online and saying, "Hey, it's my opinion that X, Y, and Z, or it's my opinion that this happened or that happened." But the moment that they start putting things as facts, like Autism is on the rise in the U.S. Uh, in this generation because more people have gotten vaccines uh, at growing up. Okay, do you have have you done any studies into it? Have you found the correlation between those two? Is that actually what's happening? If not, then that's not a fact. That's your opinion, and that's fine. You can make a hypothesis and you can go and test it and figure it out, but don't start selling it as as fact. Right. Like causation does not mean correlation, right? Like, like the the one that I, that I love is like women that own horses live longer. And you're yeah. like, what? Okay. <clears throat> and then when you look into it, you know, you're like, oh well, women that own horses are probably wealthy. Wealthy people tend to eat better. They tend to exercise. They tend to like have more free time, less stress, and more money Therefore, for health care. And right. Other shit. Therefore, it's really like wealthy people tend to live longer but the conclusion that they're going to draw from it is like women who own horses live longer than women who don't own horses but it's like you're you're just looking at the the surface level data not digging deep underneath it so you know if it's like autism's on the rise like that may be a fact that it is on the rise but like attributing it to one thing or another is tough to do unless like you said you're doing a study and you have data and information to attribute to it because it could be it's related to diet right like Look at how shitty the American, the standard American. No, diet interestingly is, right? enough, there there was a. I was reading a recent article about how this is an actual study that they did, and they found out that mothers who used Tylenol during certain times of their pregnancy, like continued use of Tylenol, their kids had a higher chance of being autistic. And when did Tylenol come out? Eighties or nineties? What are we seeing? More kids with autism today. Like. This is an actual study that was done, and this is, you know, something that they're, obviously, they still have to do some more studies and look into it, and it has to get verified, but that's that's the kind of stuff that they should be doing, is, like, testing and making sure that it's real, not just making, you know, false claims and claiming them as the truth, because most of these people don't even have credentials. I can't even say because they have some sort of credential. They don't. Yeah, so, like, that's, that's what's so interesting, because you start to create an emotional argument one way or the other when somebody does something. And what it reminds me of is I, a week or two ago, whenever we were recording, right. we're talking about like me drinking like a, a Coke zero. Right. Yeah. And you were like, that shit's bad for you. And I was like, okay, sure. But then like one of the guys I follow on Instagram, uh, he's like a big fitness guy. He listed out like every single study saying that like fake, sugar and fake shit is not bad for you it's just there like people have that emotional argument like oh my god diet's gonna kill you it's gonna do whatever because that's what you're always told and he's like when you look at the facts it's i mean yeah is it good for you quote unquote probably not right it's still fake shit that's going to your body but like is it better than like drinking a fuck ton of sugar yes and i was like no that can't be right and then looking at the data and the source of the side i was like oh Okay, I guess it is right. So, like, for you to have to say, like, something that you're told constantly is not something that's true is, like, super tough to swallow, right? I mean, I don't think the, like, I don't think what I was saying wasn't that fake sugar is bad for you, right? I would say no, no, sodas I mean, I mean, are bad for you, I, I, I'm, and, I'm not, and there are I'm, studies. 
And there are studies that show that drinking sodas are actually bad for your health, right? They increase your chance of diabetes, high blood pressure, like all of this stuff. Right, 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 right. Of, of course. But it's also like in those studies, they're taking soda in such large quantities that it's it can be terrible for you, right? Like the, the idea that there's a study that gets floated all the time saying that like red meat causes cancer. Well, when they asked people if they're eating red meat, they didn't track, are you eating healthy fucking steak? Are you eating something that you made at home? Or are you eating fucking McDonald's? So when they just ask the question like, do you eat red meat? Yes. And 50 years later, you're more likely to have cancer. Now they're drawing that conclusion from data that like they don't have all the points around right. it, right? So like it's, it's just one of those things that it sucks because we're kind of jumping into more like the fact and fiction stuff overall. But like, you know, as a kid, I was told like eggs are bad for you. Then when I was a teenager, eggs are good for you. Now as an adult, wait, no, no, other way. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are good for you. Now it's like, oh, it's the healthy cholesterol. And it's this and this and this, right? And it's just one of those things where like anything in large quantities is bad for you, right? If you drink too much water, it'll kill you. If you don't drink anything else. No, that's true. And I mean, things change, right? Like studies change and, you know, new things are discovered. So that's natural for some things to change like that. And going back to the red meat, there was, I don't think it was a study, but I was talking to my sister about this and she was talking about how she was reading up on like a study or something that they did. I don't remember all the things around it, but if I remember next time, I'll mention it. But she was basically saying that, like, red meat in and of itself isn't bad for you. It's, like, it's the smoked and the processed and, like, uh, the, the like, burnt red meat that's, like, bad for you, right? Like, it's, it's, it's all these things that you do to red meat that's bad for you. But if you just get red meat and you, like, cook it normally and you eat it, like, especially good red meat, like, there's, there's nothing necessarily bad in and of itself. It's, it's yeah. like smoking and curing it and like doing all this other stuff to it that like makes it bad and makes it uh, unhealthy. Yeah. And yeah. and I, I reached out to her and I mentioned the same stuff where I was like, yeah, like people's perception of it is wrong because like we're just we. So 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 here's the problem is that when you're told something like that, right? Red meat is bad for you. Everybody eventually says red, red meat is bad for you. Even if somebody shows you a study like, no, no, that's wrong, whatever, because it's hard to imagine a world where like you were lied to. But in that same situation, that's why people will believe one way or another about like vaccination status, right? Well, I don't trust the government because this, this, and this, and this, because you feel like they've lied in other circumstances, right? Even though it may not be the same person, the same group, the same department, the same whatever, you still feel like you're searching for truth and it's not necessarily something else. So like in that situation, I'd be like, go look at the studies, read through the data, actually see what they're presenting and the facts and figures, and then look at that information yourself, right? I mean, it's obviously it's going to be a lot of like science mumbo jumbo for like us laymen at home being like, oh, let me go read this crazy study. But when somebody breaks it down in a way that you're able to understand it, and then you have to kind of have that reflection of like, okay, well, could I have been wrong? And I remember this was a thing that like, ah, fuck, I want to say it was like with Obama where somebody's like oh you know obama only supported gay marriage starting in like 2006 or like hillary clinton only supported gay marriage recently or something right and when you look at that it's like well people are malleable if we weren't we'd be the same person we were as kids and we wouldn't be able to change anything right and we'd just be stuck in that way and we'd know we were stuck in that way and we would never try to change but people can change their minds their opinions and the whole basis of science is to form a hypothesis and tell other people prove me wrong attack my argument yeah. right so when we have more it's information to prove yourself right right <laughs> and, well, and I mean, welcome and welcome other people obviously trying to right prove you but wrong, like but... you make a hypothesis and you say this is true and the whole point of it is to like other people are debunking what you're saying right if you can have repeatable results then it's something that is right. quote unquote fact right if you have something a lot of these like psychological studies where you'll see it's just like it wasn't double blind controlled placebo it was just kind of like a one-off thing and somebody's drawing a conclusion like the whole women who you know own horses live longer type of thing like oh my god they did a study and they looked at women in their you know 80s and they found that 80 percent of them own horses and you're like okay so when you actually dig into the data and then you're like well 
this wasn't that good of a study. Like there's a lot of studies that get put on that aren't that great, which then also causes other issues because I saw this study that somebody had referenced where it was like somebody was claiming that like masks don't work. And it was like masks. The actual study was comparing surgical masks versus like N95 masks. And it was like that they provide the same level of protection in a controlled environment. It wasn't that they don't work. It was that they work at the same level. But you can easily turn that around and be like, oh, N95, no greater than surgical mask. And we're saying surgical masks are not the best. So now it's like this big debate back and forth. And that's the problem. It's like for everything you Google one way, you're going to find 10 articles the other way. But it's yeah. like you have to have enough critical thinking about it to to figure that out. Right. And like with the, you know, the FDA approval and them looking at all the data and them going through all the testing and them figuring all this stuff. I hope that that like got some people to be like, okay, this is something that's safe because why would they lie? Because they're trying to control the population, Matt. They're trying to, they're trying to kill people off. I don't don't know. I don't know why people would lie, but uh, people come up with all kinds of excuses. Uh, Sorry, going back to what you were saying about critical thinking, the ability to change. Uh, There's a good quote by someone who I, don't remember and i'm obviously going to paraphrase it but it goes something along the lines of um the uh, a characteristic of a strong mind is the ability to to change i think or something along those lines where where it's basically saying that like having the ability to change your mind right to to find see new facts and having the ability to change your perspective or your thoughts on something after seeing these new facts is the ability of a great mind. Uh, because you're you're able to accept these new facts and and make the necessary changes instead of being stubborn and, you know, sticking to whatever you believed before. And it's uh, like you were explaining, it's it's the premise of science, right? The premise of science is to accept something until it's proven wrong. And when it's proven wrong, you go and you see if it's repeatable. And as long as it's repeatable, then that's the new fact. And then someone comes along and maybe makes a new hypothesis and proves that wrong. And then you go through this whole thing again until you find something that's that can't be proven wrong, right? That's cons- consistently correct. And that's how you know that's a fact. Um, yeah, and if you change a ton of the variables to shift that fact around then you could have a problem. So for instance, if you're like, oh, on Earth, right, if we clarify Earth, like if I drop something, gravity will make it fall towards the ground. And if you watch a video of somebody on the space station and they drop a pen and it floats in air, you might either think, hey, he's a wizard or (laughs) gravity's a lie, (laughs) which um, obviously it's like depending on the circumstances. But one thing I will say, even though, you know, at my core, I am a Sith, um, is the idea that like only sits deal in absolutes, right? So to say that like there are no side effects of the vaccine or there are no side effects of COVID or X, Y, and Z, right? To say something so like black and white, so declarative is really like a trap that you're going to fall into because there are very few things that are 100% every single time consistently, right? Even if you look at things that literally change our worldview, like we used to think that the Earth was the center of the universe. Or that it was flat. Well, some people still think that. (laughs) But then we learned, okay, the Earth actually rotates the sun. And then we learn about other stars and other solar systems and all this crap, right? We're constantly taking in new information and trying to figure out what the fuck it all means. Right. Um, But, you know, we change that as times go on. And it's the same thing how people will change their understanding. I mean, think about like the mental shift we're trying to do with this podcast where somebody's going to say, oh, men don't get anxiety. Men are tough. Men are strong. Men are emotionless. And then we come in and go, nah, bro, it's okay to feel anything, right? to feel anger, to feel happiness, joy, sadness, whatever. It's just how you deal with that. Yeah. Um, no, you're completely right. Um, sorry, what were you talking about a minute ago? Oh, side effects of, of COVID. I mean, I, people like to keep throwing that out there, right? Like there's all these side effects of the vaccine, this and that. But when you look at the numbers... 
and we've talked about this before, when you look at the numbers, the, the side effects from the vaccine are significantly, and I'm talking about like significantly lower than one, your chance of getting COVID and two, the, not the side effects, but the symptoms you would have if you got COVID. So uh, recently they, uh, after FDA approval, they, uh, this week, they also released an article that I was reading that was talking about how uh, that was debunking, right? This whole COVID causes infertility, right? And they, they, they were going through all of these arguments about why it's not true. And they went sort of step by step, right? And, and, and the, the title, it's from Scientific American, right? Which is a journal, uh, science journal. And uh, the, the title of the article, if anyone wants to look into it, is COVID vaccines show no signs of harming fertility or sexual function. Okay. That's not, it's not saying that it doesn't, right? Because we don't have enough time. We don't have enough evidence to say that it doesn't. But they're showing no signs of harming fertility or sexual function, right? They're, they're putting that out there that there might still be a chance. They don't know. But from the facts that they've gathered so far, this is what they found. They found that it's not associated with adverse effects in pregnancy and that COVID-19 is a real threat. People who get COVID actually do experience adverse effects during their pregnancy. They found that the vaccine shows no, no fertility effects, including among people using assisted reproductive techniques. They've done studies. They've done tests. They found that people who got the vaccine and people who didn't get the vaccine, it made no difference to anyone that's using assisted reproductive techniques. Um, they found that stress may be responsible for menstrual cycle problems following vaccination. I know that that was a big one that a lot of people were mentioning that um, after getting the vaccine, women's menstrual cycles were thrown off. But in the study that they've done, they found that people who got the vaccine and who didn't, it was the stress itself that was causing uh, um, the uh, the problems with the menstrual cycle, not, not the vaccine, right? Um, and they know it is a fact that COVID-19 can affect the menstrual cycle. So if you get the actual vaccine, uh, the, the actual virus, it can affect it. Okay. Vaccines do not threaten sperm or erectile function, but COVID-19 does. Again, something else that they've discovered. People who had the vaccine compared to others, no problems there. People who got COVID, sperm and erectile function problems. Um... And, uh, you know, the, the experts that did this, their take-home message was the key to protecting against the reproductive and sexual effects of COVID-19 is to get vaccinated. So, again, very, very interesting article. They did the tests, right? They went through all the, all the steps of what they were supposed to do. And they published the results. And, again, this is how science is and how it should be. There, there are no absolutes unless... Something's been tried and tried and tried and tried and every single possibility has been taken into account and this has been proven true. No, they're saying is with the data they have so far, they're not seeing anything. So, I don't know where, I was, uh, where I'm going with that now, but anyway, it's out there. If anyone wants to read that article, I, th I, th I thought it was very important um, for any of the people that were worried about that. I know I was in the very beginning, but, you know, based on the data at the time, um, I, you know, I found it, found that getting the vaccine was much safer than the alternative, which was potentially getting COVID. Yeah. And especially right now with, you know, the Delta variant kind of causing havoc again in the world and cases spiking and all this shit, right? Um it, it. I, I mean, it's just it's sad. I think when um, something that's preventable, like I, I talked about this a while ago with one of my friends, where I was upset because some of our my coworkers had gotten COVID, and I was like, "This is preventable. Like they sh they shouldn't have let people near people the way that we did and early on and all this stuff." And he's like, "Well, what do you mean it's preventable?" And I was like it's fucking wear a mask stay away from people it's preventable right like there's we know how to get rid of it like there's hospital wards right now that a p patient comes in with covid 
and they don't spread it to everybody there. Yeah, and it was actually, sorry, I know I'm cutting into what you were saying, but I was reading uh, something someone posted today, and I thought it was the saddest thing. Um, someone's family member got a disease, not, not COVID, not COVID-related at all, got some other disease that could have been very easily treated if they had been admitted to the hospital. Unfortunately, they weren't able to get admitted to the hospital because too many COVID patients, hospital was at full capacity, the person passed away. And yeah. I don't think people look at these effects of of it, right? Like these effects of COVID. They only look at, oh, the virus itself, blah, blah, blah. They don't think about, well, the virus is causing people to go to the hospital, which is putting them at capacity. And now the hospital can't help other people who have nothing at all to do with COVID, but are sick and could potentially have been saved by this hospital. Sorry, continue what you were saying. I just had thrown that in there because I would forget. Yeah, I saw the same thing. I think that it was that um, somebody's like grandmother had a stroke. Yeah. And they, they couldn't get to the hospital. It was too full. And the other thing with when the emergency rooms are packed like that, and you know a lot of people in the emergency room potentially are there for COVID. Now the issue becomes like, well, if they're older, can we even be safe here? Because maybe the stroke doesn't, you know. Kill them, lead, but COVID lead does. To, lead to a fatality. But yeah, but maybe COVID would. Um, but one thing, another thing that was really sad was I saw this picture online and it was like somebody saying, Hey, I'm not going to take the vaccine. I don't care. No matter what you do, it's my freedom. And then, you know, like a week or two later, they were posting saying, Hey, I'm going on a ventilator and like, you know, please pray for me. And I hope that this works out because this is really scary. I can't breathe. They, you know, they did the whole thing I said where they're like, I, I had to FaceTime my kids and you know, they're, they're young. And then, you know, the next post is, um, I guess Facebook does like memorial stuff now when you pass away, it lets people know, which is interesting because I said years ago that Facebook would eventually become the world's biggest obituary website yeah. when you think about the longevity of the company, right, throughout generations and um, kind of a cool way to memorialize people. But in this case, a very sad way because you see somebody who's like, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. And then they passed away from it and they had, you know, two little kids. And, and that's the stuff that just breaks my heart is when it's almost like I, I don't care what you believe in one way or another. I just want you to have an open mind, right? Like I had a friend one time, we're going to the gym a ton. And I was like, oh, yeah, I started taking creatine. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? That's basically steroids and you're going to kill your liver and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, do you not fucking know like how research oriented i am mostly because of the anxiety i have about taking shit right and i was like i researched this i looked it up i read a bunch of the studies it's like one of the safest supplements you can take um you know all this stuff right no bro you're gonna have liver failure in like a month and i was like dude i've been taking it for like two years <laughs> like i like i would have already had liver failure if you're saying that you know i'm gonna whatever right or kidney failure so something like that and it's just because you know he was always told creatine's bad and i was told the same thing right like when I was in college, people, I remember some guy in our fraternity was taking creatine and I was like, oh, dude, this guy's not going to make it. Like, <laughs> his you know? days are numbered. I mean, to be fair, he was also taking like two scoops of jacked, the um, the jacked pre workout to go um, like play in our intramural football games, which uh, jacked later got banned from its like caffeine content. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I took jacked once uh, to before I went to workout and I, I didn't make it to the gym. Did like, you, did you like get sick? Yeah, my chest was pumping out of my uh, my heart was pumping out of my chest. I was nauseous. I ended like I think I walked out of the house to like start making my way into the gym. I felt so bad. I came back and I had to drink a shit ton of water and like lay down because I thought I was like my heart was like just out of control. Yeah, I mean that's what ingesting. I don't I don't even know. I think it was like four hundred milligrams of caffeine or some shit. So like four cups some of coffee. Stupid amount. At, yeah. At one time and like a little tiny little concentrated dose. So it's it like it's like barely any liquid. And then you go and all of a sudden like oh god like what the fuck's happening? Yeah. Um. But to my point, it's like that was something I had to face too. I was like maybe this isn't real. And and I when somebody presents these arguments to me one way or another, I I look at them and I go okay, what's the argument? Let's look at the data. Let's try and figure this out. Right. Because obviously early on, like I heard a lot about the fertility stuff with um, COVID and then also with the vaccines. And I was like, well, fuck, like if everybody th think about it, like if every person who um, 
got the vaccine couldn't conceive and because the majority of the world's population right now is still fighting to get vaccinated like in other you know countries um that'd be the end of our the human race right i mean like if everybody was um infertile what would you do and then obviously that would become the next big crisis and we'd probably figure out some other way to like promote fertility because we'd have to but it is interesting how you take a look at whatever the side is whatever the argument is and like when somebody's done research and they're presenting it to you you should listen to their side right you should listen and show empathy and just say hey okay like let me put myself in your shoes if i had this information how would i feel but then if you're doing that and listening to them they also need to return the favor and listen to you and we need to have those like open dialogues surrounding some of this stuff because what will eventually happen is if you form that emotional argument and i just say to somebody no creatine's safe look at this study no that study's a lie yeah okay so what what else and and then you know it's like okay what about this other study and, and this one and this and this and this oh no no all those are bullshit it's like okay well if that becomes your argument is that everything's bullshit then how how do I know what you're saying isn't bullshit, right? right. If everything is bullshit, what you're saying has to be bullshit too by the notion that everything is bullshit, right? Like if we're going to be that um, binary, right? Everything is bullshit, yes. Check the box for yes. Then everything is. And I mean, we've mentioned before, like everything is fucking made up from our names that we, and the words that I'm speaking right now to you where, you know, I move my tongue in a certain direction and blow air out of my fucking mouth hole. And now you understand, hopefully, what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> Makes sense. You're I'm one of those uh, no, um, uh, dum- dum-dums. <laughs> no, that's a good point, Matt. But I-, I think the problem is, one, like verified sources, right? Actual sources that that have good information. Because like anyone can go and like look up and find something that's going to support their own argument. So I think it's like finding the real studies and the stuff that like... Uh, you know, is published and those double blind stuff and like knowing what to look for. But I think too, the other problem is um, other than trying to find, right, like the real information out there, like believing in that information or whoever published it. Because a lot of these people that either don't believe or uh, are anti-vax or just don't believe in the vaccines or whatever, they also at the same time believe that you know the government is out to get them or like there's a nefarious you know illuminati type organization that's trying to rid the world of people or whatever their argument is and as long as like they believe that unfortunately anything that gets published like they can just use that as an argument for well those people published it they have all this power they can publish whatever they want. So, you know, therefore, all that information is a lie. Um, so until I think you get past that bump in the road, you're not going to be, able, you know, that that barrier, you're not going to be able to get anywhere. But some, yeah. something that I, I, I recently um, read about, which I liked a lot, and I, I've actually tried doing recently, is when the way to find out, right, if these people, whoever like uh, claims that the vaccine is bad or whatever, like is hesitant to get the vaccine, whether they're not malleable, but like whether they're willing to change their mind if they're presented with the right facts or not, is to ask that person, what would it take you to convince you? What would it take to convince you that the vaccine is you know, real, and it actually works. And, it, and it's interesting because I, I tried this, right? Uh, I tried this with uh, with someone I know, and, you know, they were hesitant, and I was like, all right, what would it take you to convince you to, or what would it take to convince you that the vaccine is, is safe and it's effective? I was like, but be realistic, like, and they're like, well, if you got 10 of the most powerful people in the world in the same room as me, and you got 11 vaccines and you shuffled them all up and you vaccinated all of us, I would be okay with that. I'm like, well, that's not very uh, <laughs> realistic. I mean, isn't that kind of the same argument where like people that were living in like Beverly Hills and shit, right? Like really wealthy people 
flew to Florida on their private jets and got vaccinated because Florida had an excess of vaccines early on in some of their clinics. And they were like, hey, I have money. Give me the goddamn shot now. Well, no, I, th- I think his argument is like the people that you see, like the president oh, like the, and all like these the, people, like- they're not getting the real vaccine. They're getting a fake vaccine that's gotcha. safe for them. Whereas they're making everyone else get, you know, something that's not good for you or that's not I safe. See. You, you know, what's funny. Did you know that uh, Trump got vaccinated? I know. And did you know that he told people at a rally to get the vaccine and they yeah. booed him? Yeah. Yeah. It was just <laughs> kind of funny. I, I do know that. <laughs> that like... Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious, too. Um, and I, I guess they were cheering for the Taliban taking over Afghanistan or something. Something along those lines. I didn't read the whole article. This is me uh, reading just the title. I know. And being very, uh, very bad about that. But to be fair, to be fair, the article was on one of those right wing websites. Um, and I wasn't about to click in and give them give them a click, a website click. So I didn't. also, to be fair, you did just say I read the article or sorry, I read the title, kind of figured out what the article was about and I did not fully read it. So what you did was admitted you were at fault that you were slightly wrong oh which you're, is you're what we're right. saying overall is that like you have to be able to say like yeah fuck i was wrong in that situation like i really didn't read the article so if it said something else like shit that's on me right no totally i mean i think that's one thing that i've over the years learned to do is to admit when i'm wrong and admit my mistakes because I, I used to be very stubborn i used to be sort of full of it um, thinking that I was always right, but I'm not. And the thing is, I, I don't want to be right. If I, if I was always right and everyone always believed me and thought that I was right, I mean, one, I would never be able to grow or learn, right? I'd never be able to improve. And two, just be, it would be such a shitty life. Imagine if I just said like, if I pointed at something blue and I said, that's red and everyone believed me and said, yeah, you're totally right. Like, what kind of life is that? I want people to argue. Like, I need some excitement in my life. I want someone to tell me, no, that is a blue vase, not a red vase. And I want to argue with them and find out why they say it's a blue vase. And I want to tell them it's a red vase because of these reasons. And then if they prove me wrong, then I want to admit to them that I was wrong and you're right. And from now on, I will call that a blue vase or a former red vase. It kind of reminds me of the... Uh ricky gervais and jennifer garner movie where nobody in the universe can tell a lie and like lying was never invented and then he discovers one day that he can tell lies and it's just like twists and turns because he goes on a date with like jennifer garner and she's like i don't think you're attractive at all uh i actually don't even want to be here i'm just gonna eat my salad and then pretend like i have uh, pretend like my friend's calling me and i'm gonna go home right and it's like interesting to see like that honesty on display like so forward with people but then at one point he realizes he can he just like tells a lie like accidentally like i don't know and then eventually it's like you have to sleep with me now like the fate of the world depends on it oh my god the fate of the world like why and then she like sleeps with him and he's like wait why did i have to sleep with you and he just like keeps telling deeper and deeper lies to cover up all this stuff and then everybody's like oh my god this guy knows the truth because he's the only one that doesn't know that you can't speak the truth kind of thing but it kind of reminds me of that right it's like it would eventually get fucking boring if you were the only one that could like challenge rational thought you're just like yeah the sky is red everybody goes the sky is red you're like all right cool i'm the supreme leader you're the supreme leader right it, it wouldn't be fun i mean it'd be fun in the short term sure but like you'd be like one of those goddamn 300 year old vampires that's like can never die and like you're just like i just want to die bro because i've never experienced it I think that's a good amount of talk on that. Um, I think the last thing that I want to end this with is uh, how how has your mental health been as it or your anxiety been as it relates to COVID since the last time we talked, which would have been maybe like three, four months ago, I think. Uh, or may, no, maybe like two, three months ago when I got the vaccine, I think it was the last time we really talked about COVID. Hmm. I mean, it's... Like after I got vaccinated, I was like, "Cool, we're we're done. We're we're back, boys. Let's uh, you know, full send here." And then with the the Delta stuff, um, because there's been 
like I have friends that have had breakthrough infections. I I know people that have gotten it and like have not been vaccinated and they're having a tough time right now. Like I, I have a friend that told me a few days ago that he um, tested positive. Um, a little bit more cautious, but overall, like because I've been able to work from home and I'm able to like keep myself sane and like read more and exercise and just do things that are helpful to me and my mental health. I've been way less concerned with it overall because the people that um, I love the most in the world, you know, they're vaccinated and at least they're going to have some level of protection if they were to come in contact with it or if they were to have a breakthrough infection. So it's definitely a lot better, but it's still it still is one of those things that when I see, you know, those um, posts and articles and everything of like somebody dying and leaving behind children and things like that. I just, you know, that stuff breaks my heart. And um, that's the stuff that I'm like, it, it, we're not through it yet. And there's still a lot of hurt in the world. And I just wish that I could do something meaningful to help. But I know that I can't because you can't change other people unless they are willing to change themselves. Right. You can challenge their ideas and present them facts and arguments like we're talking about. But unless they are truly the person that's going to be able to admit fault and potentially say, hey, maybe I was wrong about that thing in the past, or maybe the information I had when I was younger has changed. Uh, we're not going to get, I don't, I don't know, like it won't be like 100% better in, in that regard. So yeah, it's still it's still like around. It's more in like the background. Uh, I haven't thought about it as much. Like I've more so been thinking about it in terms of like my dad, like we got him N95 masks a while ago. And he's like, oh, they're kind of broken now. And I'm like, what do you mean they're broken? And he's like, well, I've been reusing them because, you know, he uses one and then puts it away and then reuses it like, I don't know, 15, 20 days later or whatever. And I was like, bro, I brought you, I bought you those masks like two months ago. And he's like, that was in November of last year. Like, and I was like, yeah. oh shit, but now, <laughs> right. And that's what we're talking about the time stuff. But like now that I, um, now that they're more readily available, I'm just like, oh, dude, I got you. And he's like, well, I don't know where to buy them. And I was like, they're arriving at your house in two days like do not worry about that right well can i pay you i don't know don't pay me just be safe at work because he's still going into work and yeah um you know has to do that so i still want to make sure that he feels comfortable obviously he feels better because he was was vaccinated early on but he also um you know still deals with that because he has a lot of coworkers that are anti-vax and they they haven't gotten it and then they've gotten covid recently and some people will come back like and they're fully covered up and it's like yo, Frank, what are you doing, man? Like, you, you used to never wear a mask. And he's like, dude, I was out for three weeks because I got it. And like, I don't wish this on anybody. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's kind of changed. So for some people, it's kind of like they don't care about it until it happens to them. Um, Which I understand, you know, you want proof. You want, you want to see things. You want to feel things. But I think I just hope that when they have that moment, it's not fatal. So right. that's... That's, that's been kind of my update. What about you? Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I we were obviously very careful. We weren't seeing anyone. We weren't doing anything like full lockdown. And as time went by, we started seeing close people, but being safe. And we got vaccinated, and we sort of stopped really caring, similar to what you said. Not, not, not stopped caring, but like we were... We felt more confident going out, going to see friends, going to see people, going places. Um, with Delta spreading, I think it has definitely rained us in a, a, a little bit, not not very much. I mean, we never stopped wearing masks. We never stopped taking like the, the basic precautions, you know, continue to use hand sanitizer, wash your hands when we get home, all that good stuff, even after we got vaccinated. But um, I, I mean, I think Delta definitely made us reconsider um sort of how much we went out and how comfortable we were in different circumstances so you know i still wouldn't want to go into an indoor place where people whether they do or don't have masks on doesn't really matter too much but if it's like an enclosed space indoors like i'd rather avoid it if i could um so i'm sort of there it's not i'm not as carefree as i was right after i got the vaccine but you know i'm still i'm still seeing people and i'm still seeing friends and people that i trust and people that i know are either vaccinated or uh, have gotten covid and at least for the time being can't carry it right or 
maybe they can carry it. I guess now they're saying that they might be able to. But anyway, people that I trust, you know, we're still okay seeing them. But, you know, we try to avoid uh, any big gatherings or any anything bigger indoors. Makes sense. I mean, you know, when we got vaccinated, it was like 95% effective. Like all the studies coming out of Israel, like people can't spread it if they have it, even if, you know, even if you do get COVID and you were vaccinated, right? Like the 5% that would statistically have a breakthrough infection. It was like, well, you're not really spreading it. Your viral load's really low, all this stuff. And now we're kind of seeing this Delta. Yeah. Like a, a much bigger spike overall. And they're saying that if you are vaccinated and you have a breakthrough infection, which the efficacy is lower now because time has gone on. Plus also, um, Delta slightly different that if you have higher viral loads, you're more likely to spread it, which in a situation right. where if you were vaccinated, you did get COVID, you weren't really aware that you had it because you probably just feel okay. Maybe you have like a slightly sore throat, but then you're around your friends or family or the general public who has not been vaccinated. Then that's like the scary situation because now you become like a real sleeper cell carrier for it where you're like, Hey, no, we can be, we can, we can kiss and hug and be a foot away and like come over here and let's party. And then now like that person gets it and then they give it to somebody else and so on and so forth. So I think like, yeah, there definitely is like that threat level has risen. Um, Not as much as before, I think. So that's, the oh, no, yeah, I, I mean, think yeah, it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's just that risk tolerance of exactly what you, well, you know, cause you still need to see people and have social connections, but um, now at least, there's that level of protection when you see some people and your your close friends that you're you're a little more at ease yeah you know but definitely anyway that's our episode for this week thank you all for listening in uh stay safe stay healthy get vaccinated Uh, if you haven't yet uh, we are very big uh, supporters of that and uh, we'll talk to you guys again on thursday